0: Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reason, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reason.
1: Hello, you are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I'm excited to talk to you today about what you need to know about your ideal client, your target audience. So the things we're going to cover today is building your audience. It's really we talk about audience personas and what that means and why that's important to your growth. So we're really going to understand what is a persona and how do we create one. We're going to start out this conversation. There's really one mistake that I see happen over and over again in businesses, and so we are going to address that one first so that none of us walk down that path, and believe me, I've walked down that path, and so you don't have to, and so here's the beauty of it. The one thing that I see after running seven of my own businesses and consulting and coaching with thousands of businesses across the world, what I hear all the time consistently when I say, who are you targeting in your business? How do you think they answer? What do you you think they say? The number one thing they say is, everyone. I target everyone. And here's the deal. When we do that, when we target everyone, we're really targeting no one. When we target everyone, we're really targeting no one. And so what what we've taught ourselves, the, the trap that we get into is, if I'm too specific, There won't be enough of those people to call forward, and then I won't have enough clients. But in reality, it's actually the opposite. When we're super specific about who we want to target and who we're calling forward, then others can join in too that are on those fringes. Others can join in that are on those fringes. So we want to be very specific about who we're going after so that we can talk exactly to them. Because when we target everyone, we're really targeting no one, and the piece about that is, who do I ta- if I'm targeting everyone, who am I really talking to? So when I write my emails, my messages, my campaigns, anything, whenever I'm targeting, I think of a very specific person that I'm talking to. Now I talked to you guys last week, and I shared I'm launching Profit Launch Club, which is a it follows the five steps that I believe in starting a business. So if we go from zero to hundred thousand dollars. There's five steps that you follow, and the the step number two is on your target audience. Step number two is target audience, and so I was looking at some case studies as I was building out these videos, and the two that are my favorites are Disney and Southwest Airlines. And so we think of these brands like we think of Disney, and we see all the different offshoots that Disney has, and there are there are. Thousands of characters at Disney has, We see how Disney shows up now. But if you actually boil it down and pull back those layers and go back to when Walt first started, he had Mickey. That was it. He was from Kansas City, Missouri, not far from Des Moines, Iowa. He was from Kansas City, Missouri. He's this guy who said, I just want to have fun and make other people happy. And he started with entertainment through Mickey. And as he grew and he found out people that would want to be attracted to Mickey, then he grew all these other offerings and now today we see the cruise lines and the amusement parks and the, the animated stories and the books and we see all these different offshoots. but it really started from going after a very specific audience. And when we look at Disney we tend to think, well what is that? Because they've got they've got babies, they've got uh they've got preschoolers, they've got tweens, they've got teenagers, they've got adults uh And then you can even break adults into lots of different segments. So who's really their audience? So I boiled this down, and I did a lot of digging, and I looked into Disney, okay? And Disney's target audience really, and this is interesting, okay? They've got a primary target audience, and they've got a secondary target audience. And that's okay. You can too. But the primary target audience for them is an influencer, okay? The primary target audience for them is their influencers, and that's a 4- to 12-year-old. Now, I don't know about you guys. My kids are seven, nine, and eleven, and they don't have credit cards. They have no purchasing power, but they are influencers. Right now, my nine-year-old he wants a very specific Minecraft set. This child rarely asks for anything. He's he's paying for it himself. He's got a bag full of cash. The set's thirty-four dollars, but the problem is my husband and I can't find it anywhere. We think that Target might have this, but we're not really sure. And so here we are searching. For where we can get this set. My husband says last night, I would drive to Chicago, it's a five hour drive. I would drive to Chicago if that's where this set was because this child never asked for something and all of a sudden he asks for it and we can't find it. So, he's, yes, he may have the money, but he can't actually exchange that without us to get his Lego set. So, in this case, we are the buyers. My husband and I are the buyers, but he's the influencer. He found this set, he was looking at playing another Lego set, he looked through the book because Lego is really smart about their advertising, and they promote all the different Lego sets. He sees it, he wants it, he encourages us, now we're going to go out and buy it. My husband and I would never buy a Lego set. Well, that's what Disney is doing. They have influenced their 4 to 12-year-olds, and then their parents are the ones that are spending the money. So if you think about this, Disney is committed to creating a family experience. So when they look at the 4 to 12-year-olds, they know everything about this audience, everything, to the point where they know that this audience is, and the statistic will blow your mind, that this audience, on average, between 4 to 12, they watch seven hours and 51 minutes of media a day. I don't even understand how that's possible, but this is a statistic. So, And they even break it down where three and a half hours of that is TV, one hour is listening to music, and the remainder are on video games and computers. Okay, so they, yeah, seven hours and 51 minutes. Can you believe that? Uh, I don't know what, between school and any other activities and just eating, it seems like there wouldn't be enough time left in the day, but but they know that. And they know that this audience represents 24 million kids and 8.5% of the U.S. population. So they know these statistics. They know that this audience likes biking and swimming and surfing and watching TV and playing video games and participating in organized sports. They know about this audience. So they have, they have committed to these details. Okay, now Southwest Airlines, again, brilliant company. This company started out in Texas. This company really wanted to be the best in Texas, and they figured if they could win, this is the 70s, if they could win being the best airline provider in Texas, then they could easily spread across the country. They didn't want to compete and be an international carrier. They wanted to be a short-haul carrier. So they knew their game and they knew their audience. They know so much about their audience right now. They actually measure their audiences by indexes. So, so everybody has different standards and practices. Uh, in Southwest, in this marketing technique, they use things called indexes, which basically this is a really – we could go really deep on this. But what this tells us is if the average person – Whatever the average person is, that's considered 100%. So for example, Southwest says that 191% index, so 191% of their audience has a postgraduate degree. And that just means that the average Southwest Airlines flyer is 91% more likely to have a postgraduate degree than the average. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's higher. It's higher. And so I could go down all of these statistics about Southwest Airlines, and there's some really incredible ones. The average value of their house of a Southwest Airlines flyer is $318,516. They're 191% more likely to have a $500,000 plus house. Okay, 186% index, so 86% higher than the average that they're in a C-suite role. I mean, they know all kinds of pieces about this and it gets even deeper. When you look at their the people that, that that are flying on those airlines, they spend 274.9 billion. That's with a B on their automobiles, okay, their cars. They spend 35.5 billion dollars on vacations every year. I mean, think about these numbers. They know where their audience spends their money. Now, what's the power in that? Okay, why do I care about this? Well, If I know all of this, I know what my audience cares about. I know what my audience cares about. When I know what my audience cares about, now I know how to talk to them so that they'll hear. Okay, that's the key. Now I know how to talk to them so that they care. So this is really Powerful. And, and Walt Disney, one of the things that he said, and he said this years and years ago, so it's not like this is just something that happened today, this strategy of really understanding your audience and, and being in a relationship with them, this has just been a a solid strategy for business and relationships forever. But Walt Disney said years ago, you are dead if you only aim at kids. Adults are only kids grown up anyways. And that is him really opening up that space of, yes, I get that 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 the kids are my target audience, but it really about the adults that are gonna be the purchasing power. So I get to look at both of those. So in this case with Disney, my primary, my secondary audience, it's really important. With Southwest, they are so specific on who they target. Their audience has an average age of forty six. They know that it's it's actually pretty even. So they're female versus male. It's female is fifty three percent. Male is forty seven percent. So that is really important to know who's on the plane. And oftentimes what I see what I see companies say is well, I don't really care if it's a male or female. It's totally irrelevant. And while that may be true, while that may be true, you still get to choose. Because when we go after everyone, we go after no one. Okay? So, so Southwest knows even by age, they know that their average flyer is between the age of 35 and 54. Okay, so hear that. Remember when we said the secondary target audience for Disney was 35 to 54? The most average sought after target in the world with companies is the adults between the ages of 35 to 54. So why is that? Well, that's where we have our most purchasing power. When we're between the ages of 35 and 54. So think about that. We, my, my, again, my children, while they have allowances, they don't really have purchasing power. They're not the ones. They don't have a car to drive up. They have to have a parent that takes them to the store. So they don't really have the ability to purchase without getting an influencer. And who is that influencer in their life? You know, for my children, there's really only two sets. It's either my my husband or me, or it's their grandparents. Those are the ones that are going to drive them to the store to purchase or buy it online to purchase what they want. So it's always rooted back into someone that's got purchasing power. And in that case, we've got under 35, so between about 20 to 35, but that's a huge purchasing power. A lot of people refer to that group as the millennials, uh, and they have a lot of purchasing power, and 35 to 54 is when we have our highest income earning years. So that's why a lot of people target that audience. The challenge with that is it's crowded to reach that audience. It's expensive to reach that audience. Okay, so if we go broad, remember the mistake that we said earlier, if we go broad, and we just say, hey, we're gonna market to everybody, It's really expensive because now you're going after a wide group. Well, when you're very specific and when you hone in and say, hey, I know this, 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 and this about my audience. I know all of these details. Now I can be even tighter. Now I can focus my resources on those people that are most likely to purchase. Now I can focus my resources on those that are most likely to purchase and those are the ones that I can create the funnel for. And next week, we're going to talk about the signature money funnel, which is really how cash moves, how we, how we have a business that's the core piece of our business. And, and we've got to understand our audience to understand what they want. Okay, we're, we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes. And when we get back, what we're going to talk about is how we actually apply these for our own business. Okay, So a really simple methodology that I'll teach you real quick, we'll go into it after the break, is that the first piece that we get to understand about our target audience is where they are now. We get to understand everything about where they are now. That's how we can meet them where they are. And then we want to understand everything about where they're going to be, where they want to be, okay, everything about where they want to be in the future. So in between is the aspirations, where I am to where I want to be. Okay, and underneath that are the limiting beliefs. When we understand where our target audience is, where they want to go, and what's standing in the way, when we can speak that language to them to call them forward into where they want to go, that's when they have their credit card out, they're waving it around, and the only thing that's standing in the way between you and making that sale is to ask, is to ask. okay? And that's step four of our process, so we will get to that, but the first step is understanding everything about the target audience. So you are listening to the Profit Launch Club with Kathleen, Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and we will be back right after this break. Talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson and she will show you how you can build a business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson radio show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspirechoicesnetwork.com
0: Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 canada 613-800-8736 or skype us at inspired choices network now back to the program Hello,
1: you're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson. And before break, we were talking about target audience and what we can learn from some of these bigger brands. We looked at Disney and Southwest Airlines. And now we're going to go into how you actually create these details about your audience. How do you understand what is the makeup of your audience so that you can have all of these statistics just like what some of these bigger brands have? We're going to understand once we have those, why that's important and one of the things we were just talking about before break was when we understand everything about where our audience is right now when we understand where they are so we can meet them where they are and when we understand with where they want to be and everything that's in between that is when they've got their credit cards out and we can actually accept it okay that's the that's the sales piece right there okay so when we understand where they are now And where they want to be and everything that's in between, that's a lot of power. So what I'm going to teach you here over the next few minutes is about the four different pieces that we get to understand about our target audience. So all the statistics and the pieces that we talked about during our first section of this show are based on four different pieces of research about target audience. And they are psychographics, demographics, geographics, and behavioral patterns. There's psychographics, demographics geographics and behavioral patterns. And so this is what we get to understand about our target audience. So I'm going to dig in just a little bit and tell you a little bit about each one of those. And when we get back after this, in our, on our third section of the show, we're going to talk about how you can actually get this information. But first, let's understand what it is. Okay, so psychographics, all right? Psychographics and demographics often get confused. And psychographics are the feelings, the beliefs, that, or the feelings that are our target audience has, and they really they're referred to often as A I O A I O, and what that is are activities, interests, and opinions. So in the psychographic breakdown, we know all about the activities, the interests, and the opinions of our target audience. So for example, we know the hobbies, the events that our our audience likes to attend. We like to know, we know where they like to go on vacation and where they want to go on vacation. So for example, we my husband and I typically take our kids to Siesta Key in Florida. We love that area. It is beautiful. But secretly, what I really want is I want to take them on an all-inclusive trip to Turks and Caicos. If any of you have ever looked at taking a family of five on an all-inclusive trip to Turks and Caicos, it's Roughly ten to fifteen thousand dollars. So I would love to take my kids there. I am going to take my kids there. And there's a gap there. It's what I'm doing now where I am. We go to the beach. We have fun at the ocean. Remember we're from the middle of the country so we're very excited about that. And where we get to go is Turks and Caicos. So we know that about our audience. The more we dig down and understand that about our audience, the more we can talk to them about where they really want to be, what's standing in the way. If you dug down, we could talk about what's really standing in the way between those trips, that trip that I want to take, but the trip that we haven't taken yet. Okay, The trip that we haven't taken yet. Think about in the interests. We know what kind of job interests our target audience wants. We know what kind of food they like to eat, what kind of clothes they like to wear. So think about clothes, that's a really interesting one. When we know about our target audience that they average they like to wear uh they want to wear name brands. Want to wear expensive name brands, but they may be wearing target, for example. There's a gap there, okay? So we get to understand that there are there are companies that understand so specifically, they know that people, the average target audience is 19 years old who likes to eat Edie's ice cream, who, I can go on and on and on, but they know very specific target audience statistics. And when you know that, the more that you know your audience, the more likely they are to buy from you. The more you know your target audience, the more likely they are to buy from you. Okay, so opinions. We want to know all of the opinions that our target audience has. So in psychographics, it's giving us an an invitation into their brain. Okay, so we know everything about that. We know what their feelings are on business and politics. Okay, there was a statistic I read the other day about uh, a brand who said our target audience is the female where when a political candidate comes to their front door, they hide They make sure no one in their house is looking, and then they slowly walk to the door. They open it up, pop their head out, say, hello, how can I help you? And in this case, with this target audience, if it's a Republican candidate or someone representing a Republican candidate, they shut the door. But if it's a Democratic candidate, they say they're not interested, close the door, and while that, that candidate turns around to walk away, they quickly open the door and hand money out the door. They don't want anybody to know that they did it. And they say, don't don't tell anybody it came from me. So this is really powerful information that we know. So they're closet Democrats. This, This is what this company knew about their target audience. That is powerful stuff. So when we know our target audience that well, when we know what their hesitations are, when we know what's holding them back, that's powerful stuff. Okay, so that's the psychographics. It's it's the insight into the mind of our consumer. Okay, then we've got demographics. Demographics are more fact based. They're really easy to grasp onto because there's a fact around it. So they know this goes into the age, the gender, where they actually reside, their marital status, their family size. So I have three children or my life cycle stage so that 35 to 54 that I was telling you about earlier how that is the main group that people want to target I am right in that group as are most of us we fall right into that audience so I know my life cycle stage I'm in that category and I live in a two well three-story house okay you know my income in the demographics you know what I do I'm a business coach They know that I have a four-year degree, I have my CPA license, I run businesses, they know the facts and the figures about my life when we look at the demographics, okay? Race, ethnicity, religion, those are all wrapped up into demographics. And what's really important to know when we're talking about demographics is these, let's let's look about when we get to step five, again we're in step two of this five-step process of building a business from zero to $100,000. When we get to step five, we start to build out marketing campaigns. Okay, really brilliant, big marketing campaigns. And we've got to know, you go place a Facebook ad, you've got to know these demographics. And then we put the psychographics on top of that. And I haven't taught you the other two, but all those are really important to start building out profiles. So now the more specific we can get, the more targeted we can get, the higher return we can get. So when we target everyone, we target no one. When we are specific about who we want to target, we allow our audience to come through and see us. Okay, We allow our audience to come through and see us. So guys, as I'm going through this, if you have questions, pop into the chat room. Make sure you're asking your questions. And if you guys have, you want to, if you have a question for me and you want to pop on live, I'm happy to answer those questions. You can actually hop into the live room and we can have an interaction. So just let me know if you've got questions on this. And the next piece I'm going to teach you it's on the geographic. The geographic. Now, there's nothing really shocking here. The geographic is exactly where you live. I want to know everything about where you live. When we were talking about that Facebook ad campaign, when we target in, in things like in, uh, in campaigns in Facebook, they want to know where. Okay, you gotta, they have asked for radiuses. So a three mile radius around a specific zip code, or I could target, uh, anywhere in the world, but I've gotta know where I want. Okay, and so a lot of people, when I hear, especially we talk about marketing campaigns, we say, "Well, I want to target the entire world," and I say, "Wow, you have a budget to do that? Because do you know what the budget would have to be to target the entire world? I mean, nobody has that much money. Nobody has that much money. But when we're very specific, so when, when I when I work with companies that really want to launch out, what I say is, let's pick a few hotspots." Okay, We get success in those hotspots, so based on this information that I'm telling you, based on the psychographics, the demographics, the geographics, let's pick some hotspots and then we'll grow. Let's get successes and then we'll grow. And so when we look at geographics, we want to look at our regions, our suburbs. are they rural, are they city, are they county, are they state? What country do they live in? What does the population look like? I can even look at things like climate. All these factors are going to tell us what's important Okay, so we have a question here. How do I figure out these details about my target audience? I'm aware of this. Absolutely. We are actually going to talk about that after our next break here in a few minutes. But I love that question. We will go deep into understanding what that looks like, how you identify these for your target audience. Thank you for that, Wendy. The last piece I want to share before we get into that question is the behavior. Okay, so remember when we talked about, we want to understand where our client is, where our target audience is so we know everything about them. Where they want to be, and what's in between, then what's in between is the behavioral profiles. Okay, so when we understand the behaviors of our client, we're saying how they show up and where they want. We understand what's in between. We understand the benefits that are sought that they want. We understand how they typically use products or services, and then we understand their current patterns versus where they want to be. Okay, when we understand that, their limiting beliefs, their How they really want to utilize products. Remember my Turks and Caicos vacation? There is one way to sell me a Turks and Caicos vacation. Oh, probably lots. But one specific way, I am the target audience that loves experiences. I love experiences over things. So if you were to sell me, if you were a vacation the travel planner and you were to sell me a Turks and Caicos vacation right now, you wouldn't sell it based on how I could go to the market and you know what? stuff is so much cheaper in Turks and Caicos for you to take home the souvenirs. I don't care about the souvenirs. But you know what I really want? I want that picture of our family on the beach and us in our element just so happy and calm. And isn't it great to know that the resort offers all-inclusive photo packages so that we can capture that memory of how great that's going to be and how they offer complimentary planning of all of your meals you don't have to worry about it we reserve all the meals so that all you guys have to do is show up and enjoy your time it's the most peaceful and relaxing experience so now I'm in I'm hooked and I'm saying okay well what do I have to do to create ten to $15,000 so I can take my family to Turks and Caicos because I want that experience but some people some companies will sell the thing they'll constantly sell the thing And if you're talking to somebody that wants an experience but we're selling the thing, we'll never get them to waive their credit card. So these are really important to know the psychographics, the demographics, the geographics, and the behavior profile of our target audience so that we can talk to them in a way that they can hear us so that there's an alignment there. So we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about how you identify these For your audience, there's some really simple things I'll tell you how you can identify these about your target audience and start to apply these today so that you can shift how you're talking to your audience so they've got that credit card out and they are saying, please, please teach me what you know so that we can buy. And when you see this, you'll see that, wow, I didn't realize how many credit cards are already out there. They're waving them in front of me and I've been saying, put them away. I've been actually telling my audience to put them away and you don't have to do that anymore. You can gladly take them. Okay. So let's go on a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and we will talk about how you can know this about your target audience. Talk to you in a minute.
0: Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed by listening to profit launch with Kathleen reason. You will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes you will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reason and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I'm so excited to be here with you. We've been talking all about target audience and what you need to know about your target audience. Right before we went to break, we talked about the four different pieces we get to understand about our client, about our prospect, and that is the psychographics, the demographics, the geographics, and the behavioral patterns of our target audience. And while this stuff is great, the question that most of us have on our minds is, how do we actually figure that stuff out? It's great. I want to have it. I want all those details. How do I figure it out? How do I figure it out? So what do you guys think? Like what's a great way to figure that out and out that information? Just drop it in the chat. What do you think? Yeah, I mean we could, we could go do some data digging. We could have, uh, we could go and run a research group. There's all kinds of different ways, but I'll tell you the number one way to get this information is to ask. It's simply to ask. Okay, so here's how we do it. We can actually Go to our target audience. So if we've, depending on where we're at in our business, if we've got clients right now, we can actually go to our audience and we can say, we can ask them, hey, what do you, what do you think, feel, and believe about this? You know, we can ask them specifically. So what we just went through, so psychographics. Well, what, what's your job? What kind of hobbies do you like? What's your interest? We can actually create a survey. It's one of the things that in the the Profit Launch Club, we've got some sample surveys that you can actually send out and collect the information, which gives you a lot. You could say, what's the number one thing that's bothering you right now? You can go in. You could do interviews. I had a client um, that I went through this process. I used to run a marketing firm. And in the marketing firm, we guided them through this process. And I would reach out to people that they weren't their clients at the time, but they could be. They could be their clients. And we would have long, intense interviews, just asking questions because people love to talk about themselves. So you just get to ask. And so I would actually dig in and understand everything about that target audience. And when I did that, I got a lot of information. We're really just telling you the pathway of where to go. So that's one place we just simply get to ask. We can do interviews with current clients. We can even talk to people that we'd love to have as clients. Another place that we go, and this one can be uncomfortable. But we actually, I've gone to people that have said no. So said no to me or said no to my clients. And I'll actually go to them and say, hey, would you mind providing feedback? And most of the time, they're totally fine. They actually feel bad that they've Said no. And so they want to offer support. Typically, people want to support. And so I said, Would you mind having a conversation with me so that I can grow and develop? And so typically they say yes. And that is a perfect opportunity to understand what was in the gap. So you get to understand everything about what that client really needs. And what we'll learn is that, especially when we're in, uh, we'll get to offering as we talk about next week, but when we're in higher ticket sales, We get to do a lot of this process beforehand with our clients. We actually get to do this one-on-one. But right now we wanted, we're developing our profile. So we start to ask more questions. We can ask questions of people that are already in front of us. We can go find people that aren't in front of us and we can ask them too. And most of the people are willing. And here's the other piece that I love is that that information, we have access. This did not, what I'm going to share with you right now, it didn't even exist, you know, 30 years ago or 20 years from now, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. What I'm going to share with you right now wasn't a thing. So we're living in a really cool time where the Internet has opened up a ton of possibility for us. And what I mean by that is that there are chat rooms, there are forums, uh, there are discussions going on online that, they, sure, they've always gone on, but we've never been invited to them. And so you can actually Google. And when I was working on Profit Launch Club, I actually showed the process of Googling. We actually dug in and we found one. And what I saw was that uh, if you wanted to look up, I was looking up small businesses. I wanted to know the conversations that were happening, which was really telling me the limiting beliefs, telling me where my client is and where they want to go. And I just Googled small business forum. And what came up was a bunch of different forums. Reddit is a great place. Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. Reddit is a great place where you have forums where you can really look into information. And so I clicked on Reddit, small business forums, all through Google. And what I found was a a conversation from a few business owners about what was stopping them, what was in their way. One of them uh, had access to capital was an issue. Uh, One of them didn't know where they were headed, didn't know what their offering was. One of them just didn't know how to get started. This is gold because now I know what's in the way. Okay, and so think about that, anything that you're applying, if you're a therapist, what are the main problems that are coming up? Right now, in this current moment in time, it could be isolation, so connection. Uh, so you can really start to build and understand your audience, and all I did was I know I'm going after entrepreneurs that are in that 0 to to $100,000 space that want to create consistent income, so all I did was Google – Small business forums, entrepreneur forums, entrepreneur discussions. So I just looked it up, and I just started going down that path. I just dug and dug and dug, and guess what? I found all these conversations that you know, typically they happen, and I'm just not privy to them, but now I get to read them, and I get to see exactly what's in the way. So remember when we were talking about what this key is in, in understanding our target audience and building our persona is about understanding where our target audience is, where they want to go, And what's in the middle? Those limiting beliefs. Because when we understand where they are and we understand what they aspire to be, that's their vision, then we can talk to them. Because people buy to get out of pain. They don't buy to get into pleasure. Okay? They buy to get out of pain, which means we've got to know where they are. We've got to understand the pain points that they're having right now. Because they buy to get out of pain. But if I only painted the picture of the pleasure... I wouldn't get them, they wouldn't buy. Okay, the credit card comes out when they feel the pain. And we as humans, we're conditioned to support them, cut off the pain. We don't want people to be in pain. Okay, so what I'm saying is, as a, as a marketer, as a business owner, my responsibility is to understand what pain looks like for my target audience. To understand where they're challenged. To understand what's coming up for them. So that I can talk specifically into that and I can show them how the pathway out of their pain and that's what I understand about target audience. So you can ask your, you can ask exactly what is coming up for you, what, you can survey, you've heard of uh, focus groups, let's talk about focus groups, okay? So you've heard focus groups, that word before, why have a focus group? A focus group is when you get a group of people together. Now it used to only happen in person. If you would ask me twenty years ago or fifteen years ago or even five years ago, focus groups happened because we would pull people together into a room, like minded people. Now this is no joke. Uh there were focus group companies that would go to the mall and they would stand with a clipboard and they would say, Hey, they would stop people. Hey, I've got a few questions for you. Which is really I mean, this is target audience studying at it, its best. And they would say so uh, you meet these criteria. would you like to be involved in a focus group? And it may come with a lunch. It may come with compensation. So they may pay $100. It may come with an opportunity to see new samples, new, op- new products, so people get excited. And then they would have rented a room at the mall or a conference room or an empty bay. And they would get a group of people together. And they would just ask them questions. They might show them an ad. If you were an advertising agency, they might show an ad to a group of people who they believe in their target audience. And they would say, well, what do you think about this? And all they're doing is getting their opinions. Okay, so that's old school. And it still works, not in, in the coronavirus time that we're in right now, but it still works, okay? So think about that. That's old school way of doing it. The new way is that we use online. We just build a forum. We just build a meeting room. We just hop on a Zoom call. We just... Ask people, hey, you're my target audience. I'm going to pull people together and we're going to ask a bunch of questions. That's the fastest way to get information. And you put a little hook on it where everybody gets $50 for coming in or if they're your friends, you just ask them and they say yes because they're your friends. So you figure out what the hook is that will get them excited about coming in here. But that's the the value is you're going to get a lot of information about your target audience. So you can simply ask and get a lot of information. You can do a one-on-one. You can do it in a group setting, like a focus group. You could be old school and go to the mall, <laughs> like it used to be, uh, but, but the focus groups, and especially, that has no, no regional boundaries, right? So when you think about it, you're making assumptions, and you're just going to go right in. And that piece right there, okay, the assumptions, what I hear a lot is, yeah, but I, I think this is what it is, and I'm not really sure. Where we're at right now is, We're in the assumption game. We will test all of our assumptions as we continue to go forward. Okay. Step two is about making assumptions. Step three in the five steps to building your business from zero to $100,000, where step one was vision, step two is target audience, step three is offering. So we're making assumptions based on our target audience. We're going to make assumptions based on our offering. And in step four, which is enrollment and sales, that's where we're going to test them. That's what we're going to test them. And so we don't need to worry about, but how do I know if this is right? How do I know if I'm going down this path and this is going to work? And the, the, the space that we're in right now is create the assumption, create the offering based on that assumption, move forward, we'll test it. And if we don't get the results we want, we'll just go back to step two, tweak, go to step three, tweak, get the results we want. And we can just keep doing that until we get what we want. So I'm giving you permission right now to know that, We're just building assumptions, which means we get to have conversations. We get to dig into these forums. We get to understand who we believe that our target audience is. The other thing about what I see in a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the stage of zero to 100,000, we build. We tend to build businesses that are based off of a service or product that we needed at some point in our life up until now. So we tend to build businesses based off services or products that we needed at some point in our life up until now, which means that we would be in the target audience. So based on whatever point that was, we would be in our target audience. So when I think about where I'm headed, I focus on supporting business owners who want to go from zero to $100,000. I've done that seven times. But the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh were all easier than the first time. So I get to take myself back to where I was, when I built my business for the first time. And that is what I start to build my profile off of. Not where I am now, because if I go after where I am now, I'm past that point. But that's a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make, is they assume that where they are right now is their target audience. And so we project our own beliefs, our own activities, our own interests, our own opinions based on where we are now but we get to remember that we get to meet our client where they are, which means we get to go to where they are. So if we are building a business based on where we've been in the past, we get to know that we may be where we are now, or but we get to go to where we were, okay? We get to go to where we are because that's where our target audience is and when we meet them there, that's when they've got that credit card out and they are ready to buy and that's what we want to create. We want to create opportunities for enrollment, for sales, so we get to meet them where they are. We are going to hop on a quick break, and when we get back, I'm going to answer questions about target audience. We're going to really understand and dig deep into what it looks like when we have the information, putting it all together into our own persona. Okay, We're actually going to build out our persona for our own business. So enjoy this break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and I will talk to you here in a few minutes
0: building a business is a lot like baking a cake there are certain ingredients that can't be missed by listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Heason you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes you will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses you will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Recent and I'm excited to be here. We've been talking all about target audience and building your target audience and understanding the psychographics and the demographics and the geographics and the behavioral patterns of your target audience. What we can learn from the big brands and what they know and how we can apply that to our businesses. And what we just talked about when we got off that break or right before that break was about how we actually find this data for ourselves for our businesses and how we get to see ourselves as where we were. Okay, We get to meet our client where they are. So when we have a business that's about a product or service that we wanted back at a previous point, we get to remember that we aren't the target audience right now. And so when I've worked with companies, this is a piece that I want to bring up again, is I've worked with a lot of companies where entrepreneurs, I was working with a bariatric surgeon, and uh, he wanted to put a sign promoting his his, uh, his offerings, his services. He wanted to put it at the bottom of the stairs because he said, well, a lot of my patients, like they want to walk up the stairs. They, they really do. And I got it. Like, I could feel his heart in there. Like, he, that, that's the aspiration. They want to walk up the stairs. But the reality is they can't. They aren't. They're not in the position. They're either on the elevator or they're on the escalator. They're not walking up the stairs. So I get that they want to, but if we if we put the sign there, they just won't see it because they're not physically standing there. So what we get to understand is that that their target audience is on the escalator or the elevator. So what we did was we actually made an elevator wrap and we put the elevator wrap on, and so it, it opened up. It was really cool. It, uh, it was on the door and it opened up, and then there was a second wrap that was on the entrance. So when you walked in, you saw it, and it was uh, so. This was a really neat layout. But the only reason that we understood that and And when I remember, I remember even selling into that experience and saying, I hear you, I I hear you that you want to put it by the stairs because you want to inspire them to walk up the stairs. But there's such a gap there where they sit there and say, you shouldn't get me. I know I want to walk up the stairs. I don't want to be told I can't walk up the stairs. I don't want, I don't want somebody to offer me something that I can't have. That would be pleasure. And I'm not going to buy into pleasure, but I'm going to buy away from pain. So what instead that we did was we we put that elevator wrap, and we, it was inspiring there. And I can't remember the exact words, uh, but it was something that was really exciting about what would it be like to walk up the stairs? What would it be like to, to walk and not have pain in your knees? And so when we went into that point, we understood really what was their pain. We put that in the elevator where they are, then they could connect. And that was one of the most successful uh, mechanisms that we used. So that's that's what I'm talking about here. When we understand our target audience so clearly, and we don't put ourselves in the position of where they, where they want, we advertise to their pain points. But we understand where they want to be. That's when we really can get these connections. So when we understand everything about our client audience, what I want you to do, I want you to pull this all together. And we actually get to build what we call a persona. Okay, and that is, we're going to name your target audience. Okay, so it could be Natalie, it could be Bill, <laughs> you could pick the name, I don't care, but I want you to know the name of your target audience. I want you to know the age. Okay, so we talked earlier in the first segment about 35 to 54 is the most popular segment. I want you to actually know that your target audience is 42 years old, named Bill. And so that can be, there can be a lot that comes up when we're very specific like that. But remember, when we target everyone, we really target no one. So when we're super specific and we have a very specific target audience, that's when we can attract others. But we've got to have that focused path, that focused light. So that's what we're creating. So when you know that Bill, who's 42 years old, who's married, who has two kids, who lives in a two-story house in rural Texas, has a belief about politics. Like we get really specific. He prefers saucony running shoes. He eats only the h- finest cut grass-fed beef. He prefers potatoes, red potatoes, and he likes fresh vegetables. So very specific, right? But Bill will tell you all of that. You could learn all of that from him. So these are the kinds of pieces that I want you to know. And so we pull this together. What I want you to create, when you create a persona, you're actually creating a paragraph that talks all about Bill. And I want it to be so specific that if I said to you, hey, who's your target audience? Who are you going after? You could say, oh, I got this. (laughs) I know this one. It's Bill. And he's 42-year-old. And when when you'll know you got it, You'll know you got this nailed when me or someone, anyone else says, oh, I know Bill. Actually, I have a neighbor down the street that I want to connect you to because I think that you could support him and I heard him talking the other day about this and uh, I really think that he can support you. When you have those conversations where people are able to gift you referrals, then you know you got this down pat. So what happens, I was just on a conversation the other day, and I said, well, who are you targeting? They said, everyone. And all that came up was the millions of people around me, or thousands of people that I know, and I'm going through my mental Rolodex saying, how do I even know where to start to support you? But when you're very specific and you say, I'm looking for Bill, who's 42 years old, who has these interests and these hobbies and cares about these things, then I say, oh, Check, 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 Oh, yeah, here's, I know this person and this person and this person. I'll connect them all to you. So now we can draw those connections and other people can be of service to you in understanding what's going to be beneficial to support. So then you can get referrals. And if I'm Bill and I happen to interact with you through advertising campaigns or maybe I heard you speak or, heck, I even ran into you or however I came across you, because you're so clear on what you're focused on and who you're targeting, I can see that I'm Bill and that you really want to talk to me. So when we know that when we're super clear, then Bill can raise his hand all day long and he can be super excited and confident that you're the one for him. So he's not questioning himself because he knows that the product or the service that you're offering him is so powerful that of course he would enroll. Of course he would enroll. And the way to do that is by understanding where Your current, your target audience is where they want to be and what that aspirational piece is in between. And remember, we can do that by understanding the psychographics, the demographics, the geographics, and the behavioral patterns of our target audience. These are a lot of questions. We went through a lot of a lot of different details here, especially as we dug into those brands too. And so, what I encourage you, if you're interested in this and you want to dig in and understand more, hop on over to ProfitLaunchClub.com. It's a course that I've created. All of this, I spent a lot of time really building out these target audience profiles, these questions, these example surveys. The persona with the paragraph, there's examples of those in there. It's all baked in and built in so that you can actually walk through each video, learn these processes, and apply them to your business so that you can create an audience profile that is so specific, so specific that you can then get referrals because you know exactly where you're headed. That's at ProfitLaunchClub.com. ProfitLodgeClub.com is a great way where you can learn more and get more information and absorb these videos and, and learn. So there's over, there's over 40 different videos in this course, and it covers the five steps to growing your business, Okay, the five steps. So next week when we talk, we're going to talk about offering. One of my favorite things to do is creating your signature money funnel, which is how cash, how cash moves through a business. It's all about how cash moves through a business. As a former CPA, recovering CPA, whatever you want to call it, somebody who focuses on numbers, and a strategist, this is my favorite piece because businesses only work when there's money. The difference between a business and a hobby is the people that are making money. Okay, the people that are making money. And so what I'm going to teach you next week is how to create your own signature money funnel. So join me. It's next Monday at 10 a.m. Central time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, you can join me right here. Hop on to the chat room. If you've got questions, be sure to ask them. Okay, send me an email, Kathleen at KathleenReason.com. Let me know what's up. Happy, and you can hop on in here and we'll ask questions on the show. So happy to talk with you guys. Thank you for joining today. Have a great day and learn all you can about your target audience. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reason. Kathleen Reason will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.